Hello and welcome to Ballers in Pajamas Football Podcast. In this episode, uh, we are going to give a short introduction about the GSC Summit. And uh, Lokesh is here with us uh, to uh, you know elaborate on the topic. And along with that, we'll be covering uh, the daily happenings of the football, the basic happenings uh, that happened this week. Uh, so, Lokesh, uh, just tell us about it. Uh, what is this GSC uh, Football Awards? Yeah. Hello, everyone. Uh, so GSE, it's uh, and the abbreviation for uh, Global Soccer Conclave. So this is a conclave that happens every year, wherein uh, you know prominent prominent members uh, across uh, the sporting world uh, they come together and they discuss uh, about the current uh, happenings of football. They discuss all the formats, all the World Cups, uh, all the players, the coaches, the systems, basically. Uh, so you know they uh, they are having a variety of people, wherein there are people fr- like you know journalists, there are uh, players, there are coaches, there are directors like producers or sponsors, uh, who come across from uh, different phases of uh, you know being a part of the sport. Now together, uh, they discuss about this. Now some of the prominent members that I can uh, recollect uh, that who are you know going to be a part of it is Steven Gerrard. There is uh, Joe Morrison, uh, who are you know known footballers and uh, uh, TV anchors, and there are many other people uh, as such who are related who are uh, you know being joined every day as such. So it has a very uh, it's a platform of knowledge and networking uh, where you know a lot of them come together to see what opportunities lies as to what the challenges are there uh, in the current ecosystem. And how they would be able to uh, say develop the game. Simple enough. Do you have any questions so far? Oh uh, yeah. So I mean, uh, there's this award coming up, right? Uh, in a few days. So like, uh, what is it about? Like, what all awards and all they uh, you know uh, conduct in a year? Uh, so they have a GSC event and they have a conference. Mm-hmm. Then they have a sports tech startup match day. Okay. Then they have an entertainment and an award ceremony, and it ends with the uh, experts session wherein they discuss. Going to the uh, uh, awards uh, part, let me just. So they would be having awards for the best uh, coach or who do they think is the best player in each uh, uh, category of you know different places that they are playing from. So they have confederations like Concacaf. There is FIFA. There is uh, the Asian football uh, clubs as well. So all these confederations, may whatever uh, competitions are there, each one of them are uh, being spoken about. Each one of them will be represented, and they'll have an awards, uh, uh, you know, according to each category for all of them. So uh, one minute. So like I, I just saw their, um, you know, a brochure. So it uh, talks a lot about, you know, the local sports development. So if you see, I mean, they are qu- quite uh, like uh, active in youth development and scouting, technology-driven uh, training, women football, performance management, talent management. So, I mean, they're doing quite a lot of good things. Uh, so, like, I really find this a very good prospect, I mean, to go ahead. And, you know, uh, actually, since we are mostly focused on Indian football, so, I mean, this can be a really big thing. So, GSC 2021 is something which I am pretty much looking forward to. So, let's see what uh, happens. Yes, uh, they do have a lot of uh, initiatives and programs like this. 
uh, wherein uh, you know they try to uh, enhance the game uh, locally across all countries all continents for so basically whoever is a member of fifa right now no? so they are all included in this event okay so people from africa people from nigeria or say korea china uh, and say uh, europe uh, and from asia a lot of members will be coming together and they all put forward their uh, say initiatives or ideas uh, that is there and the ones that is uh, plausible the ones that can be uh, turned into reality which can be seen by the people they are taken up as live projects so that is why it's a very good platform it's a networking platform basically where uh, you know all this ideas come together which can pave the way for the future and you know i've been uh, uh, like exploring about the type of membership as well so i can see three of them so i mean those are really good so if you see uh, still there is a silver membership gold membership and platinum membership and you know there are a lot of perks if you uh, you know even uh, enroll for the membership so you get a lot of networking that can uh, that gets to be done and you know uh, different kind of uh, uh, highlights that you can put out basically the uh, indian and the african markets the football ecosystem so you know it's a really good thing for if you know two developing football ecosystems for uh, you know like tie new things up and see and explore where uh, to what extent they can stretch to so i think this is a really good uh, prospect to look forward to um this week is interesting because um a lot of leagues have been uh, decided who's going to win uh, a lot of leagues are fighting in a tough competition the ones are uh, league 1 la liga these two are the ones which are highly competitive and talking about the same is la liga i mean if you look at the table there are three teams in contentions uh, atletico madrid real madrid and barcelona so um to talk more about it uh, i'll uh, pull it over to uh, nihar uh, what do you think nihar who whose league is it to lose and whose league is it to win uh see it's very simple atletico's league to win even considering they had a 13 14 point advantage at some point in january still they bottled it up but still i mean they really get chances to both real and barca there I mean, both the teams had their chances to go on top and keep pressure on Atletico, but both the teams succumbed to the pressure or tactics or whatever it is. And as things stand, two matches to go, and uh, Atletico having comparatively easier ties than Real, with considering Barca is out of title race because they secured only two points after their last nine, and that's not a sign of a championship-winning team. Two out of so nine. Right now, it's only. Yeah, they'll yeah two out of nine they got right two draws one loss. Oh, nice. Atletico they drew and uh, last weekend they drew again against away, and before that they lost against Granada at home. Oh, right. So right. yeah, I mean if Barcelona Barcelona would have taken advantage over there, you know, maybe Atletico draw would have been fine. The other two matches, maybe you know they would have been in pole position right now, but they didn't take it and they're out of it. See, they are they and Sevilla are just mathematically in, but. everyone knew they are out they really can't expect miracles to happen with atletico and real losing the rest of their you no know, basically you are rooting for atletico to win i'm not rooting actually personally uh, i like real more than atletico because atletico bore me to death sometimes i seriously don't like watching their game but as things stand atletico i won't say deserve to win 
but atletico will win can win mm-hmm. considering the easier ties and real have a tricky away tie i guess against villarreal and europe and you know europa league finalists and one more thing cruz isn't available for real so that's like a blow for them i guess and marcelo won't be available i guess again so and with so many injuries i mean i really feel sad for real this season man i mean they are the top big dogs and all but still how they everything affected them Hazard's injuries, everything Benzema taking up, Modric playing the most number of minutes. You have to feel sad for them at the end. So that's my take here. So tipping Atletico to win right now. Mm-hmm. Let's move it across table. Adi, what do you think? Um, what do you think about this league entire picture right now? Who's gonna win, lose? What's your point of view? I mean, it's it's all in the hand of Atletico, man. I mean, if they can't win, see, considering they have really really easy matches. they should be able to get over the line and also they have I mean, most of the players are fit enough right now i think except for jo felix most of the players are fit so they should they should be able to do the job yeah, even in the last match yeah, jo felix came off of the bench so he might be carrying an off or something so i mean he they should be able to do that with you know relatively easy matches against valladolid and osasuna who are i mean not in very good form right now i mean they should be able to do it i mean even real might have a good chance to i mean you know catch up to them if you know they atletico slip or something make to a draw they take the like they take the you know they take these fixtures lightly for atletico it's both cup it's kind of like two cup finals in you know two matches two cup finals it's as simple as that and i mean atletico are known for have good doing good in finals or like in, you know knockout phases so it is kind of like a knockout phase for them they have to be able to you know get over it over the line how much impact do you think yeah, suarez has like on this team like is it enormous or like uh, okay this kind of i mean it is enormous because he uh, of all the players i see i don't know if how many of them have won a, you know championship You know, Suarez has won a championship with Barcelona. Apart from that, I am not sure how many of them have, uh, other players have won. I mean, it, it's actually very important for a you know player to have you know somebody who has won something, who knows what it takes to win. It's actually very very important for them. Mm-hmm. And also add this tally of twenty goals in La Liga. That's a good score, I guess. Twenty is not less in a league. Yeah, so yeah, he also had been out for two months because of injury. But overall, I think he really had a good impact. I mean, people rooted him to fail. I guess but I think he really proved many of the people wrong. But I won't say exceptional, like you know, carry I mean, season-changing performances. But yeah, he stood up when he was required initially only. And eventually, though, he got injured and Atletico slipped up. But still, right now, fate is in their hands. All right, I think we have talked enough about La Liga over here. I mean. Uh... So I mean the main focus point being how well they have managed to make it a tight competition. <laughs> Despite all the odds, all the team have worked really hard to make it a very tight competition, and probably moving it even to the last game week. And uh, let's see what happens. I mean, this is a really interesting week. Like because if uh, Real loses, game's over. Atletico loses. uh it opens up for madrid and barcelona but if barcelona loses obviously gone case so uh, 
that really makes it open and very interesting game so shivam we have to consider that you know atletico can't afford a draw too because if they draw now and real wins the next two they will be on tie with real and real will win the la liga because of their superior head to head count oh yeah so atletico it's like two two wins now i mean they really can't have that luxury of you know having a draw right now mm-hmm. all right let's go to italy now uh shifting our focus to serie a where a lot of great things are happening recently uh, we watched uh, derby da italia uh, inter milan versus juventus and it was a hell of a game i mean if you see penalties own goal red cards on both the sides it had everything so uh, so what do you guys anyone watched it that game yeah i did i did it was a very proper you can say italian el clasico it was a full hyped game it had everything in it like as you just mentioned it had goals like the main stars scoring the goals we are uh, controversies red cards and late winner obviously in keeping that uh, top four hopes our alive uh, juventus yes it was a very clean like not a clean game but it was a fun fun thriller for like, i have a lot see, to say about like, the referee in the game though i mean the decision oh it was uh, poor very poor poor refereeing and especially the even the var was uh, like the icing on the cake next level completely because uh, the way kelini was uh, fouled in that box by lukaku and even hey, lukaku he was offside fouled, or... he was not fouled man he was dragging that, 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 his hand hand was yeah moved. but uh, lukaku was also off baba he was clearly evident that line showed he was off his hand oh. hand was clean off <laughs> yes yes the commentators were shocked they said it clearly offside they said like goal is ruled out is not going to stand not going to stand and they were shocked but he so made up for it so like, he gave the penalty on the other side after one minute <laughs> yeah yeah that's what like hardly in a minute or two but it was a very fun thrill like quadrado's rocket was a very very good goal like i feel really really good the way juventus striked strike back after that 0-3 loss against milan it was creditable the way they played against the champions and especially But the red hot form they really didn't have a perfect game i mean last when they won a away match also they were sasuolo were literally troubling them at, even though they were no see, right. see right now yes. i guess important for them is to get the three points no matter how they play they just need to score goal and just win the game that's what important right now as of now finish the season in top 4 that is their aim right now okay so talking about the top 4 see it's still not in their hands there are chances that Napoli wins the other two. The Napoli will go through, and uh, you have to play in Europa. So, how do you think it will turn out to be for them? I mean, if they are going to play in Europa, they really can't get a superstar signings if they want to make. And obviously, they have a lot of dead wood to clear right now at the club. The you know the veteran the duo, veteran duo of the their defensive veteran duos. And obviously, the focal point Cristiano Ronaldo. I mean, he won't be playing uh, Europa for sure because. If he is in twenties or something, he might effort. He is in his last one or two years of his, you know, career, I guess, at the top level. So, do you think? I mean, uh, yeah, he will leave. Everyone thinks that, but uh, do you really think he will? Leave? He can leave, considering his wages and everything. No team comes by. How will he stay at Juventus for one more year? And uh, what about the managerial changes you suggest too? I mean, Pirlo will be out for sure if they really miss out on UCL now. You know, I mean, they should really they should bring back uh, Allegri to Juventus. In Allegri was there, he was he was play, playing some beautiful football for them. 
चैंपियंस Did did you see, did see the, his tweet on that uh, Atlanta uh, Allegri's tweet like uh, clubs like Atlanta who have just uh, finished in top four one should not be allowed to play at that elite league and it's not Allegri's but someone from UV's yeah UV's uh, board member yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Allegri only. board member yes Allegri, Allegri really yeah uh, I'm not sure about that but yeah the statement was Agnelli sorry sorry I'm so fucking sorry Agnelli, yeah Agnelli. might be yeah yeah, yeah. last season right he commented something like no, clubs this, like this uh, time like a week back a week back ah uh, no 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 it happened this no 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 uh, start of this season I guess when Atlanta no, qualified just for just a week back bro he again pulled the pants of Atlanta maybe but he started the start of the season I remember that saying that clubs that no history shouldn't play in UCL. That's like a dumb and bold statement. See, uh, Nehar, like you made a good point because saying, but saying, asking about Juventus or Napoli in the top four, but Napoli has have nine goals in the last two games, and they have their last home fixture against a uh, tenth place Verona, who has just won one game and has lost seven games in the in the last ten fixtures. And the home so, game uh, won't be a problem for them. Yeah, but they just basically the see. But considering the fact Juventus also has to win that final game itself because uh, whatever said they are a tricky like they are playing Bologna. I mean I know you are so very like say what they that Bologna are at eleventh place team same form as Verona as well but they need seeing Juventus they are losing to anybody this season like they have, their form is so weak they are losing home games they are losing mid to mid tables they are losing to relegated teams. And you know, one side of relief for Juventus right now is the how to say uh, the if they tally on same points with other team, that uh, statistic or that uh, implication won't be any problematic for them anymore right now because unless Napoli draws the next two matches and Juve loses the final one, this factor won't come into the existence now. Yes, yeah, see, Napoli is has a slight tricky fixture tomorrow against Fiorentina. I mean, they are okay, fine. They are so mid like bottom half. Table, but they are also are like and say a tough tie side to beat during such games. Like if they perform, yeah. they will over perform. But yeah, you can they can so hold I, off a team very well. They beat so really this season. It, yeah, so I really think it boils down to the mentality of the Napoli's coach and players how they can take it forward tomorrow because they really can't yes. afford an average game anymore because Juve just defeated their you know biggest rival yet today. So. Yes, that was a big surprise for me. So, especially after being ten men down in the 65th minute, I thought this could be the end. Maybe the the lead wouldn't stand for long, but it proved us wrong and proved us everybody wrong. Actually, yeah, that's a good escape. So, yeah. So, what do you think about Cristiano Ronaldo here? I mean, do you see him leaving? Um. See, it will be beneficial, but right now, if he wants, like, if he wants, like, he has Juventus in his heart or something, he wants to play any league. 
and win any league so he can basically stay but i guess you went but knowing the current city see not about all that but knowing the current situation about that super league thing also like you the uefa filing that case and all the juventus are in trouble there also of getting banned in serie or can ronaldo obviously if he wants to avoid such disputes he should make a move straight away and of course why would the king of champions league want to be the king of europa league all of a sudden you don't want him to see in europa league of course bad the seeing teams against uh, these uh, west ham united or someone like that that's disgusting but do you think it will have an impact on his legacy now of course it will have an impact on his legacy suddenly you you are such your play at such high levels against some high teams and high quality players suddenly suddenly during your end career you, uh, you with a, with a, such a great team with great history playing in the europa league is like simply not a, unaccepted a, a, a for ronaldo's level i'm saying You know, he really, should, I really feel now, man. He should have, he should have stayed at Real only. I mean, it's not about staying at Real, but right now, yeah. But right now, it is a good thing he he makes a move on. But I don't know where. That is the secondary issue. But he should just announce that he is leaving the club. That's it. Well, like, you know, one thing I feel if he is leaving, that entire Ronaldo to UV experiment failed tremendously. Now, I mean, it failed on all sorts, on all levels. And that's a sad thing yeah. to hear from Juventus' perspective. But as you know if you consider his individual statistics he's pretty good I mean, scoring 100 goals that's a pretty good achievement so no one can question yeah, that so but the entire can. overall experiment failed i mean, yeah, I mean of course no quarter. player has ever done that like going in other teams and scoring 100 goals 100 goals yeah three season and no he scored ha huh, three season man united real and man united real and ui yeah a trick record not Predator. i just man what do you about think about this guy uh, jose duro oh, no. oh uh, you just having dips that antonio conte i mean <laughs> knowing at the rivalry they had in uh, premier league it's mm-hmm. going to be fun watching them battling because they will of course uh, all, all eyes will be on mikitarian and chris smalling as well because they left united to get rid of jose and suddenly jose is coming and hunting them down again and you know really... uh, i feel jose will have a very big impact on as roma next season because yeah, the last be. two clubs in man spurs obviously mm-hmm. you know how daniel levy is he's a tough man and obviously jose was very silent and calm i mean that's not the jose we are used to and obviously the united <laughs> times we have seen how he got screwed or the squad issues spoke by every everything whatever he did was a scandal back then. but now though i think he really has the complete backing of the board members and i think he's free he now also he has a yeah i see he also has a good opportunity to win a win the europa league as well next year if i i think they are in europa yeah they no they are not yet in the europa league roma i mean roma is in the europa league no your roma is not no 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 roma is not in europa they are seventh oh sorry yeah the seventh right they have to play qualifying so, they have to play qualifying Yeah, yeah, oh, know. that will be. There. But you see, if they come into Europa, also it will be fun to watch them. Actually, next season under Jose, they could actually win it. They could be the favourites to win it under him, if they play a good, no. good, like typical Mourinho way. No, they still not be the favourites to win it. They might have a chance with him there. They one of the favourites, maybe. See, Arsenal were favourites before this thing started. I mean, Europa, and when the Man United <laughs> came down to this, so obviously <laughs> that ratio is changed. So obviously, when the Champions League clubs are coming to this, and it's going to suck them up. And if imagine Liverpool playing in Europe, they will be the outright favorites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, quite a few teams. Outright favorites. 
outside favorite stroke they might have a no, I mean, chance jose mourinho style of football you know it will cool it you know it it will be good for italian football it actually suit him to play in italian football yes no it doesn't attack that much you know, it actually suits him to go to italian football plus also the story like the story of you know the underdogs it actually suits jose mourinho rather than being you know, big club you know the best part about europa next season will be if spurs go back into europa or like west ham united going back into europa and roma or someone like again playing the europa could be fun next season them watching i will be really interested to see such kind of games like west ham versus uh, as roma or spurs versus as roma it will be really fun to watch let's see i mean if they really don't qualify to europa it is like you know more relief for mourinho because he only have two competitions to worry about coppa italia and uh, serie a what if he you know surprises everyone and finish in top 2 or top 3 hmm. but i think he should update his methods i mean see he is becoming outdated a little a little i mean he really can't stick with his photos or and his man management everything he's got first first time in his career he went trophyless with his club yeah spurs obviously see, seriously i'm telling you that was salty i guess you. for him it was very unfair like you can't sack a manager just before a cup final you got to just give him a chance at least what and what yeah, he could so have won the dumb. game Guardiola lost only to one guy ever in his entire life a cup final as a manager that to against jose and you sack him I mean, that doesn't make sense anyway Yeah I think the uh, sacking of Jose in Tot- Tottenham was for other reasons 
no but yeah, so just to highlight <laughs> it was for just other reasons yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 but so it will never be highlighted you know, though see good yeah. thing is yourself that a smaller club now lesser expectations and i think that see when he is when no one is expecting anything anything from him he can surprise everyone so i'm getting the porto feels back from 2004 so let's see how Already. it turn out to be now <laughs> you never know no, right? see, i feel with jose see with if you have read the reviews about him no all the players or the ex ones who know him they tell that he's not the way he presents himself during uh, say what presentations or post match analysis conference mm. yeah the way he presents himself there is different from the kind of person that he is on the training ground they tell he's he very good he becomes more like a father he's a very yeah. father figure because i have seen the videos on amazon prime as well the behind the scenes like he goes and he sits with the players and he'll be he, he acts like he is one of them and he understands ke what they have been going through and all you're right anyway but he doesn't exactly. portray like hmm. so i he don't understand... try to defend he tries to and defend his players every time See, you know, I would like to is... cite one a big example of yours. Alokesh, I'll just let it go. I will just yeah. tell now, and you continue later on. So, remember when his first season as a manager at Porto, there is a guy called Costina. Uh, he is a very influential guy then, mm-hmm. senior player at Porto. So, what happened? Uh, his birthday was due, and he celebrated a bit more. And uh, subsequent weekend, he they drew the match against a very uh, lower club, and Jose was so furious with him. he entered the player dressing room which he never did up until then and he screamed at him saying that uh, you are the reason if we don't win champions league or uh, no uh, league a treble winning season right so he fumed out and this guy thought that he is going to leave in the january window and before that uh, december i think they had a match against uh, real madrid and uh, they drew it away and because of this guy they won the tie and they progressed so jose came back hugging him and he's acting as if nothing happened between them so when january came this guy expected him to leave and he didn't hear a single rumor or anything and later he came to know that uh, jose targeted him because if he can uh, you know shake up the how to say the biggest guy in the room the others will be you know motivated and that's how jose did perfectly and everything was fine imagine jose doing it right now can he do it no if say, he poke someone like pogba pogba will do some dance on social media bitching about <laughs> so those methods don't no. work anymore see yeah, yeah, yeah. those methods don't work anymore so you should evolve here i mean should look up to some other ways to motivate people exactly see the times we are in is different of course the players the managers the team everyone is a lot more sensitive everything is you know out there for everyone to see they're not as hard uh players as uh, say in the 90s were and it's okay it's not a That's fault true. of the players actually okay so because there is so no, many facilities that's why we are you know yeah that's how we are growing right the social media everything so is they... captured now but i mean how 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 is it not the fault of the players i mean you, there is there has to be some sense of accountability right when a player is expected to play like pogba if he doesn't show up in the games like uh, okay. he has to show yeah. up so adikal counter you with the online so i'm saying no, no, you you're giving an app. it it works jose mourinho's yeah it sometimes works but it depends on the right kind of players i'm at tottenham he didn't have True. the players he needed the, the backline was not at all good the midfield was okay at times i mean it's not jose's fault at all Yeah, I mean, no, see, I would counter that players. with the point telling that you know, if you see Klopp, if you see Pep, 
they don't sit and whine that you know oh players are not listening to me they quietly chop the player off the team and they get someone who is relevant to the team and who is playing according to their ethos they don't mm-hmm. be like you know oh this guy is not playing what do i do uh, he's not listening to me as such jose what he's doing is see what he did with the team like he had in chelsea he had john terry he had uh, lampard he had ashley cole who were proper professionals and hard as nail players so it worked it worked brilliantly with them all right but that mm-hmm. was in the 2000s wherein there was not much of social media you didn't know what the players were doing when they were off the field okay but now we know everything that is going on we know what pogba is doing when he is not playing okay uh, so now the scrutiny over players is a lot more the times that we are living in right now it's for you know being more peaceful having a better time helping people it's not the times of the 90s or 2000s where you know you had to struggle for making your mark you had to struggle to get noticed it is not that tired so why would the players be so hard on themselves when you know that naturally it's all about love and care why would a player be more tough and it is just asking them to be something that they are not now you go ask jesse lingard to be a frank lampard of the uh, 2000s he will be like sir i can't do it and for that if we make fun of jesse lingard he will obviously feel bad right he yeah, had no, issues with abuse. depression yeah, yeah he had depression too bad now correct see how how much how these things affect players you have to be in the real time see what your surroundings are what your environment is and that's what will shape you you just can't demand someone to be like no, a frank lampard or lingard wants Zidane to play and... at manchester united or he has to play at that level yes or no of course hey, older, see that is Papa, why the thing is the manager didn't back him when he was at his bad times like the only only way he felt was a loan move required for him and we are seeing what he is doing right now in yeah. premier league you see also got nine uh, goals and Shaw. four assists yeah exactly luke shaw got seven How? years Uh, sorry i was sorry the point was that you know i was referring to the point where he was so hard on luke shaw he was, he made Absolutely. everyone believe hmm. that luke shaw didn't know to play football anymore after he was back from a leg break injury yeah. he was like oh it was only luke shaw on the field it was all my brains my brains that was so rude and of course and nobody shaw could right no, look at nobody could forget the time when he was he preferred danny rose in place of uh, luke shaw he yeah. wanted to buy danny rose at man united at once and now probably lo uh, probably currently luke shaw is the current best left back in the entire world right now in this right. season at least and then also see uh, pogba ole has found another position for him he's making pogba play yeah, on the injuries left apart, injuries apart yeah, better out of him injuries apart but yes pogba is he pogba is looking motivated he's looking hyped up you can see yeah. what he wants to do he wants to play and now let's see up to the things now like now he wants in fact the people so see, wanted him out yeah even i wanted him out okay based on see, his performance the thing with jose he what he did with united the man united and what he did with spurs he played many players out of position he played ander herrera a center mid and a center cm player at a cb he played antonio valencia at right wing back which he wasn't he played many 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 other players he like eric dyer he eric dyer was a proper cdm you can't play such players out of positions they are known best at like they have capabilities of playing 
I obviously they need to learn where to like play everywhere, but you can't keep them consistently playing like out of position every game. It's going to happen like that. You get badly affected. Like that was one weak point he he had in both the teams. I feel. So, so with Jose, you know, I agree with Nihar. He needs to change his approach a little. What his approach is, it works. It has worked. He's won everything. All right, agreed. But he won all those things. Now say you can with top class players. No, even without uh, top class players, say with Inter or Porto and all, they were not top class players. But that Lopez was about ten years ago. Point. Yeah, Lopez have a point. He should not. Uh, see, when he so managed, let me finish. Uh, he should yeah. not be. Uh, he should not be boasting of with what he's done in the past. Even when mm. he came to United, he was like, you know, I won three Premier League titles. Uh, you know, so show me respect. That was yeah, bad. and now and now he, he counters Man United too. He now counters Man United, saying they last won a trophy when I was under, I was managing uh, them. So that is being salty. That one, he lost to Sevilla in the Champions League, and he was like tradition, history. It is okay for United. We are getting, they are getting uh, knocked out. It is okay for them to do so. Uh, that was completely unacceptable. I wanted, as soon as he told that, I wanted the board to sack him th- then and there. For as much as a fan I am of Jose, he cannot tell such a thing of a club. And you know this is what he does. He brings Tottenham. He last I think he told right uh, same coach, different players, something like that. Yeah. (laughs) What is he taking up these challenges for then? What? Why does he? he Lazy interviews. He says won't be good if if someone says that. I mean, if you are a player of that team and your manager goes out and says something like this, the morale of the dressing room automatically goes down. Yeah, exactly. now I'm yeah waiting for the time now when Roma uh, face you and Tottenham or something, and the reporter asks him regarding something Tottenham, he be salty against for for the Tottenham players as well. You never know. Yeah, I'm sure. See, that's the thing I don't like about Josie that he tries to show something that he is not. Now my point is why? It's just a simple. Why? Because why of because, he... see, because because of the things he's already won before. He is the greatest manager. He still considers himself the greatest because no other manager like him has won everything. Like very few of them have. So maybe he is considering no, him feel... one of the legends of all time. See, listen. Ever since Pep came into the picture, he Pep won thirty-one. He won thirteen. Double the amount. More than double the amount. Yeah. Simple as that. I would say yeah. I would say Pep is a little better uh, than Jose now. See, Pep doesn't what he's done. Pep doesn't tolerate any shit against his players. If they even if they won, if they win a game four nil or five nil, and if they play bad football and lose possession, he'll he'll crash the players there and there. He'll make sure those players are not in the starting eleven in the next game. As simple as that. You need to be, and also you need to know what to speak about your own players. You need to like buckle up. If they are not playing, you go in the press conference and say, okay, they were not up to the mark today, or something like that. You can't just. Uh, given excuse of saying like we had tired legs or uh, we we played a game extra or, extra or like something like that. Yeah. So yeah, he needs to just change his approach a little to get the results. But, if you know, not, I think his approach is good. No, no. Even see, imagine if he still sticks to his Porto's methods right now, and you could see, like, see how Porto was then. Roma is right now because they really don't have a superstar or a, how to say highly inflated ego. I mean, see, he encountered that with Pogba at United because Pogba was a superstar there. So obviously, that didn't work. Pogba took it to the heart, things fell apart. 
but now fear trauma i mean really there is no one who can stand up to his ego really no one so what if you know he can motivate them like the way he did once I mean, there's a chance there right he need not actually improve anything he can just be himself and you know motivate them the, the hard way not by saying a speech but going hard against or hard on them maybe that would work also right because i'm just saying because roma you know the egos are less inflated that's my only point sir it's to be seen uh, it's to be seen what how or you know how the players react to him basically because if it's good then yeah probably they stand a chance of uh, winning one of the uh, uh, you know smaller cups and have a good challenge to you know make it to say a europa spot or a champions league spot also even But, a europa uh, semi final would do i mean <laughs> even if yeah. they manage there i mean it would be good for them it could be good for them true but you know so you have so to wait for the press conferences that's the most fun part of your say can't wait for that honestly i have i've gotten i've had enough of him but i don't like listening to him anymore <laughs> yeah i he mean he managed manu so yeah but for us it will be fun the outsider right you know oh, yeah, yeah of course but it doesn't make a difference now because now going and managing as roma kind of a club like fine okay you just go in there and enjoy your rest of your managerial career There's nothing more you can say yes because see it the way what he's doing all these aspects all these tantrums that he's throwing no it is just tarnishing his image uh, now he yeah, can think he's also best. backfiring him yeah he can think he's the best that everyone else uh, do anyways like you know they back themselves but if you when it comes to say having the respect of others he will lose out very badly among uh, to other managers See, basically, basically, he thinks himself as the Zlatan of the po- Zlatan of himself. He's exactly like Zlatan is right now. He thinks he's a Zlatan of coaches. All right, guys. Uh, I hope you had a really good time hearing this one out. Um, if you made it till here, please consider subscribing to our channel, and um, we promise we'll be regular from the next time. Thank you. Have a great day.